Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Last week, I must tell you, it was so much fun to do the show and veer off the path a bit to do a random show about Earl Grey based on an email that we got. And I have to tell you, I really enjoyed doing that. Earl Grey happens to be a tea that I'm very, very fond of. And this week, we are going to move on to another tea that is probably the closest to my being. That tea is chai. It's the first tea that I ever had. It's the tea that got me into the business in the first place. And during the course of the next couple of weeks, we are going to cover all things chai. We're going to talk about what it is. We're going to give you a great recipe on how you can make masala chai at home. And next week, we are going to bring in a guest. We have a woman joining us. Her name is Diana Rosen. And she has actually written the book on chai, a complete book on all things chai. So she will be joining us next week to talk about the history and the culture and some of the nuances uh, involved with chai. It's going to be a great couple of weeks. As I said before, chai is my very, very first tea. Being from India, chai was always brewing. Anytime somebody came to visit or anytime we were doing anything really, there is always chai on. It's just the way things are. It is also the first thing I learned how to make in the kitchen. It was not typical for me to be in the kitchen cooking anything. And yeah, my, my culinary skills have improved in the last few years, but originally, the first and only thing my mom ever taught me how to make in the kitchen, chai. Now, mind you, it was not for my benefit. It was for theirs. Around the age of 10, they said, look, we're really busy running our own business. The least you can do to support this effort is to start making us chai on a regular basis. So I used to do that, like I said, starting around the age of 10, making chai for them virtually every day. Now, subsequently, my very first product when I got into the tea business was chai in tea bags and the product was called my chai i'm sure that my mom regrets ever having taught me how to make chai at home because she wanted me to be a doctor and i wound up being in the tea business instead however all things have ended well i believe and now that i'm in the tea business i still love chai to this very very day there's a lot of confusion surrounding the word chai because that word means tea in so many cultures. From the western edge of China, almost all the way through to the Middle East, the word chai simply means tea. But that's not exactly what we're referring to. When I'm talking about chai, I'm talking about a specific tea from India called masala chai. Now, the word chai really comes from cha in Chinese, which was then sort of changed to te in English, which was then turned into chai in the British colony of India at the time. So that's sort of the progression of the word, and that carried over into other parts of Asia and the Middle East. The masala chai that I'm referring to has that word masala, and that means spice blend. That's what the word masala means. And masala chai, therefore, means spiced tea. The blend of spices that most people use, it's really an individual uh endeavor. Each house sort of has its own unique blend, and our house is no different, but it almost always has at least four things. Cardamom, cinnamon, cloves, and ginger. 
Now, some people put black pepper, saffron, star anise, any number of things, lemongrass. So the spice blend can be whatever the household or that shop owner decides it should be. But masala essentially meaning spice blend. Now, they take all those spices, they put in a lot of black tea, and then they boil it, boil it really, really strong, and then add milk and sugar, the milk being buffalo milk in India, and it's really creamy and really thick and really rich and very, very, very satisfying. And that's the tea that we're really going to talk about, that thick, creamy, rich, spicy Indian masala chai. Now, you'll notice there's a little confusion when you're trying to order chai when you go to a coffee shop here in this country. When you go, they have this term chai tea latte, and it's very confusing from what I'm talking about, but it's not that different. Essentially, when they say tea latte, they're referring to tea made with milk. And when they say chai, they're just simply trying to imply that those flavors, those spicy flavors are present there. So when you're ordering it in this country and you see chai tea latte, they're really equivalent to masala chai in India. And when we come back, I am going to show you how you can make masala chai at home with a great recipe. And then in our question of the week, I get referred to something I have yet to be called here on the air. Stay with me. I will be right back here on Steeping Around. Here's a challenge. Go to your cupboard, dig out a tea bag, cut the top off of it, and pour its contents onto your kitchen table. What do you see? Anything more than dust? You're generally looking at the bottom of the barrel tea leaves, the crumbs that fall from the thick, whole, beautiful leaves that the Maya Tea Company uses. Did you know that you can greatly improve the quality of your tea by switching to whole leaf tea without spending one extra dime? Each pound of Maya Tea Company's decadent loose leaf teas brews about 150 individual cups of tea, and you have an extensive variety of types and flavors to choose from. Would you like a green or a black tea? And how about flavored with raspberry or vanilla? The possibilities are endless with the Maya Tea Company. Plus, you can save an extra 15% on your purchases by typing the word STEEP into the coupon code at checkout. See for yourself at www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com and enter the word STEEP. We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things chai. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you probably have figured out that I am quite the foodie. I may not be much of a cook in the kitchen, but I do love to eat. And one of the most favorite things that I enjoy is pie. Banana cream, coconut cream, strawberry, peach, as we move into fall, sweet potato and apple, and most recently, pumpkin pie. And when people ask me, describe the flavor of chai, I always say, well, it's kind of like pumpkin pie in a cup. That's because the sweetness of the sugar, the creaminess of the milk, along with all those spices mixed together with robust, fragrant tea, 
is really close to that of like a really good pumpkin pie. And it's such a savory and delightful treat. It would be wrong for me not to at least try through the radio to share with you how to make a cup of chai at home. This recipe will go up on our Facebook site for Steeping Round and probably on our webpage at myitcompany.com as well. But I will give it to you here and describe how to make it. And hopefully you folks too will engage and make a cup of chai. I promise you, you're going to warm up something terrific. The first thing you're going to need to do is gather up some utensils that you'll need to use. We're going to make it loose leaf, of course. So you need a strainer that you can pour the tea through and catch all of the, the tea and the spices. You'll need a saucepan. At least two quarts is good, just so you have room for that tea to, to move and, and breathe and so forth. And then you'll need at least a couple of good-sized mugs to pour in that finished product. Now, you'll need the goods for your masala. Let's begin with that basic spice blend. You'll need six to eight green cardamom pods. Now, you'll want to either mortar and pestle them or put them in a little bag and sort of crush them up. I use a hammer, I know. What, what can you do? But I like to get those cardamom pods crushed up a little bit so that the seeds are exposed and you can really smell those fragrant, fragrant oils. You'll need uh, six to eight black peppercorns. You'll need about a three-inch, two to three-inch stick of cinnamon. You'll need a couple of whole cloves. And you'll need a couple of slices of fresh ginger. Now, the ginger only needs to be about an inch in diameter and about a quarter inch thick. It doesn't have to be all that much. And you want to sort of coarse dice that into little pieces, which will really release those oils. That essentially makes up your masala blend that you're going to throw all those ingredients in. You'll also need tea. You can use any black tea, but to make really authentic chai, you need Indian CTC from Assam. Now, you can get this at almost all Indian stores. And when I say CTC, that's literally the word C is in cat, T is in Tom, C is in cat. That stands for crush, tear, curl, which is sort of a method of making the tea itself. When they're manufacturing the tea, they're crushing it, they're tearing it, and they're curling it. And that results in a tea that is very inexpensive, very robust, and very fragrant and strong. But at the same time, it has to look kind of like little pellets and nuggets, if you will. It's really great. And it's, again, not very expensive. And you can get it in most Indian stores. Use that tea and you will get a really authentic cup of chai. It couldn't be simpler to make. You basically, in your saucepan, take about a cup and a half to two cups of water and throw in all the ingredients, the tea and all the spices, bring it to a boil, and then turn the heat down to medium and let it simmer for about five minutes. That'll really extract a lot of the oils and the fragrances from all those spices. Then you want to add anywhere from two-thirds to a cup of whole milk. Use whole milk. Skim milk it just doesn't cut it. You want that creaminess. You want the fat. I promise you, you really do. I know it doesn't sound like, oh, I'm, I've already got enough calories, but go for the fat. It's worth it at this point. I promise you. Add uh, three or four teaspoons of sugar to taste. You can also add honey if you'd like. And then bring that mixture back up to a boil. Turn the heat down once it reaches boiling. And again, let it simmer for a couple more minutes. Your kitchen will be so fragrant, full of amazing aroma. And finally, once that's done, go ahead and strain that brew into two waiting mugs for you and another person to enjoy. Your guest will be so thankful you made it. Right now, when the temperature is in most of the 
northern hemisphere cold a really beautiful warm cup of chai cannot be beat all those warming spices it'll open up your lungs great great experience i hope you make it and if you do write to me and tell me what your experiences were i'd like to hear back about that when we come back i will answer our question of the week which involves fannings and being called out a little bit for not being clear on some of my previous shows so stay with us we'll be right back here on steeping around susan what's happening so um i'm gonna need you to stay a little later today uh we need to play a little catch-up. If you could do that for me, that would be great. Need a little something to help you push through your workday? Forget that created in a chemistry lab five-hour energy beverage. We've got something better. A delicious drink that will give you the jolt you need plus health benefits. This drink increases metabolism and attention span and decreases the risk of cancer, diabetes, and heart problems. Can you guess what it is? If you said tea, you're a genius. The Maya Tea Company offers a huge selection of decadent tea blends at an unbeatable price. So whether you're in the mood for something light or bold, hot or cold, Maya Tea has just what you need. And even better, you can get it right from your desk. Just log on to www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com. And save an extra 15% of your hard-earned paycheck by entering the word STEEP in the coupon code. You know, STEEP, as in steeping around. No problem getting through today. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things chai this week. If you have a chai question, in fact, if you have any tea-related question, please send them on over to me. Any tea-related story that you think I might like to know, I would love to share your experience on the air. The easiest way to get in touch with me is via my email address, and that is steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea, dot com. Also, if you're a fan of the show, friend us on our Facebook sites. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And as always, please visit our website at www.mayatea.com. This week's question is kind of a funny one. Now, I've been called a lot of things in life, and one of the most common things that people call me is dude. Now, you don't hear that on the show very often, and it's interesting because people originally referred to me as the chai guy or Mr. T from the hit show The A-Team. I mean, it's kind of funny to be called all of those things, but I have more and more been called the tea dude as of late and i think this is a funny funny transition bruce writes to me and asks fannings seriously dude what the hell are fannings hey at least we're listening to every word yes indeed bruce thank you very much for listening to every word 
And I, you know, sometimes forget that sometimes I say things and probably should define them when I sort of speak and don't cover all the little terminology. I was referring to fannings when I was speaking about the stuff that goes into tea bags. And fannings are essentially the low grade of tea. So let's say you have a bunch of tea leaves that you've made and you've oxidized and they're ready to go. Well, they're sorted and they're sorted by size. And if you sorted them like shaking them in, you know, large mesh bins, the big leaves would stay on top and then there'd be a finer mesh at the middle and on down there'd be layers and each layer would have a mesh bin that was more fine or more narrow than the one above it. Well at the very bottom when all of those things fall the last bits of what's left is called fannings and dust. It's the very smallest particles of tea leaves after they've been sorted. The higher grades, the larger leaves are on top and then the lower grades all fall to the bottom and that's the fannings. And that's what typically goes into tea bags, fannings and dust. And that is what I was referring to when I said fannings. Now, Bruce, I've got something for you. You didn't send me your address. How am I supposed to send you any free tea, bro, if you don't send me your address? No love here for you unless you get me that address. But if you do, I'll be happy to send you not a box of fannings, but a little package of really good whole black tea leaves. They're fabulous. You'll love them. Just send it to me. Again, if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer on the air, I will send you something too. So please do so. Thank you very much for listening to our show this week. Next week, we are going to have Diana Rosen on the show. She has written a book called Chai, the Spice Tea of India. And Diana and I are going to delve even more deeply into this very savory and delicious topic of chai tea. Thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking with you next week. And as always, it's been most enjoyable steeping around with you. Have a great week. 